0: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that a younger product? It's to be Jeff. The green rise to the top oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. They sold
1: separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of
2: professional wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 247 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, the longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. Sitting alongside next to me is my real-life brother, not storyline, brother Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, I'm scared to ask you how you're doing right now.
1: Well, you know, first off, I have your favorite bang flavor, coursing through the veins,
2: Jeff. Purple haze. Uh, crisp, no. apple crisp. Apple crisp.
1: Uh, no, not that one. I'll give you a hint. It starts with an R.
2: Rainbow unicorn.
1: <laughs> it's radical skedaddle, dude.
2: Oh, dude! Hold on. My stomach just turned.
1: <laughs>
2: oh my god! I'm gonna puke. <laughs>
1: Yes, radical skedaddle, but that has nothing to do with my mood. Unfortunately, my beloved Yankees just lost Game 5 against Tampa Bay. Kudos to Tampa Bay. Great series. Went five games. That's all you can ask for. Went down to the wire. Two great teams. Congrats to Tampa Bay. My Yankees will be back next year. Don't you worry. But uh, congrats to Tampa Bay. But Jeff, it's a sad week again. Seems to be a running trend lately. We lost another great this week. And I guess in some ways, fortunately, it was not in the wrestling world. This week, it was in the world of rock and roll. And one of the greats, if not the greatest guitar player of all time, Eddie Van Halen. The great Eddie Van Halen passed away at the age of 65. And what a loss. Just an incredible loss. And no, we're not a rock and roll podcast. But we are a podcast about two kids that collected wrestling figures. And I can tell you... On many occasion, wrestling figures were played with to the wonderful tunes of 1984. And if you were a kid growing up in the 80s, chances are really solid that you had that album or that cassette in your collection, and you rocked out to it on more than one occasion. So, a tip of the cap, pouring one out to the great, the incredible
2: Eddie Van Halen, RIP that's devastating dude he was he was so good on the guitar man one of those underrated guitar players like he he was popular and then it just seemed like it fizzled out pretty quick but his greatness continued on in so many albums after 1984 even when sammy came on it was just he continued that magic on the guitar and i loved eddie i think he's fantastic um like you said r.i.p eddie man and 1984 was such a great album. I had to steal that from you a few times. I <laughs> yes. had to uh, I had to sneak into your room, pull out the little cassette thing that you had that was on top of that big stereo you had in your room.
1: Right. And I had,
2: I had to steal that a couple times so I could listen and rock out, like you said, to 1984 Van Halen.
1: Yeah, you'd pop Nelson out of your cassette deck and put in Van Halen.
2: It took a lot to pop Nelson out, man.
1: I bet. I bet. Boy, they had nice teeth, didn't they?
2: They were beautiful. Not as good as Winger's, though. Winger
1: had... (laughs) Kip Winger had perfect teeth. What is up (laughs) with that? I hear his father was a dentist.
2: I actually ran out of bangs, so I'm relying on ZipFizz to get me through this show tonight. We're running late, but like you said, the Yankees game just ended, so we're... uh, we're recording a little bit late on Friday night. Dude, how apropos would it be if the Astros and the Dodgers faced each other in the series?
1: Well, I truly hope that we get a Rays Braves World Series. I yeah, It's hard to root for Tampa Bay, but in my opinion, and I apologize in advance to any Houston Astros fans that I offend, but hashtag anyone but Houston. I, I, I can't bang the garbage can or the drum and march along to the Astros. I just I I can't root for them at all. I'm I've known Astros fans that maybe aren't Astros fans anymore. But if you still are an Astros fan, I apologize. This isn't a sports podcast. I'm not trying to draw lines in the sand. Well, I kind of am because I hate Houston. But for me, Jeff, hashtag anyone but Houston. But to go back to Eddie Van Halen, I'm more of a Van Halen than Van Hagar guy. What, Jeff, is your favorite Van Halen song?
2: Ooh favorite van halen song um man you caught me off guard i was just listening to it the other day when he passed uh throw out some of their hits
1: oh gosh uh well i'm gonna go strictly off of 1984 you got hot for teacher
2: that was an excellent one love the video
1: which next to phil collins that that drum solo and that air in the night song the drum solo to hot for teacher has to be the most iconic drum solo ever When you hear it, you know exactly what song's coming on. Hoffer Teacher is a classic, Panama, but probably their biggest hit. And this is arguable, I guess, but I would say their biggest hit is Jump.
2: Jump was really good. Man, it's driving me nuts. What was...
1: Is it Top Jimmy? Is it Drop Dead Legs?
2: I think it was one of the songs that the Extreme singer was on. I can't remember.
1: I'll have you dragged out of here by your ears, dude. How dare you?
2: Oh, Unchained. Okay. Okay. I loved, I loved Unchained. That was, I think that's my favorite Van Halen song.
1: Okay. So you and I are both pretty much, well, I mean, you were born in 79 and, uh, uh, David Lee Roth was gone by like 86, 85, 85, 86, when he bounced out of the band and then they got Sammy Hagar into sing. and man, they, it's crazy. When you change a lead singer, traditionally, the band tends to go downhill because a band has a voice, right? And again, this is not a rock and roll podcast or a music podcast. This is a wrestling figure podcast, and we'll get to that, but we lost one of the greats this week, so give us a minute. Bands tend to go downhill when you change the lead singer. Van Halen is the exception to that rule. They actually, I'm not going to say that they got better, but they at least maintained, and of course, Sammy Hagar fans would argue, but I would say that they at least maintained that status that 1984, the plateau that 1984 put them on, Van Halen maintained. And I would argue if 1984 isn't their best album, I would say for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, I'm not going to go into what those five or those four letters for each of those first four words stand for, Jeff. But for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge would maybe be the best, best Van Hagar album. So I'll go 1984 with Roth, for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge with Hagar. And I'm sticking to that.
2: I agree with you 100%. Dude, you spoke the truth when you said bands go downhill after they change lead singers. Look at Anthrax when they went from John Bush to jo- Joey Belladonna.
1: How dare you again? <laughs> dude, I've got security literally waiting with their tasers. <laughs> they are on point. They've got the red dots pointed right at your neck. Don't fight me. <laughs> I'm going to have you stretch it out of here, dude. Don't
2: Don't at me. Don't fight me.
1: <laughs> anyway. We are a wrestling figure podcast, folks, but we do want to give a tip of the cap, a pour out of some Jameson for the great Eddie Van Halen. May he rest in peace. And again, if he's not the greatest guitar player who ever lived, he's at least in the conversation for the top three. But what an incredible talent, a huge loss to the rock and roll world. RIP EVH.
2: I was reading a story about Eddie Van Halen And he always talked about how Dimebag loved this yellow. And they called it a Bumblebee guitar, but it was like a yellow and black striped guitar. Yes. Eddie was going to have one custom made and put it in Dime's casket. Well, the custom wasn't done in time. So Eddie actually put the one that Dime loved in the casket with Dimebag.
1: Yep. And he said an original for an original.
2: Yep. So, like you said, R.I.P. Eddie Van Halen. We are a wrestling figure podcast, right, Scott? We are,
1: yes, at our core. But sometimes we get off topic a little bit. But I think that's why they love us, right?
2: They can kind of just flow with us on these things. 100%. Have you guys checked out FullyPosablePodcast.com? Well, you should. Over there, you can have links to any of our t-shirts over at Processing Tees or Whatamaneuver.net. You can go check out the Q&A article with Matthew Goldberg. You can also check out Corey Human's writings As I said last week, we are going to have a signature moment section. So if you guys want to have a signature moment, go ahead and jump into our email, fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. Quick blurb of you meeting a wrestler, what you got signed, and the picture of you with the wrestler. We'll put it up on the website. We're in the midst of getting that taken care of right now. That will be the signature moments section of the website. If you want to listen to any of our podcasts, even from 2016, head on over to Podbean, search Fully Posable. You can do it there. You can always go to Google and search Fully Posable WFP or Fully Posable Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. Scott, I have the iPod with me. Well done,
1: sir. Well done.
2: People still laugh at me because I have an iPod. (laughs) That is a fact
1: you keep it old school dude
2: i do yeah (laughs) i was listening to unchained in 1984 this earlier this week (laughs) hell yeah scott this week it comes in from ssg launcher dog says destination audio gave a sweet five stars says fully possible has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts and is destination audio as soon as the new episode drops thank you so much that actually means a lot to us thank you I love how they're getting into more lines of action figures now. Scott talked about that a couple of weeks ago about how people are really loving our talks of the other action figures. So thank you. Their passion and energy really come through as authentic. Well, the energy comes from bang, I think, (laughs) because right now it's 817. I'm yawning, ready to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've been up
1: since like three o'clock in the morning. But yes, a lot of the fuel to this show is bang for sure.
2: As someone in their age range, we share a lot in common, interest, including Bang. (laughs) Excellent. I got back into collecting about a year ago, and my collection has grown through the dreaded finger poke of doom as I'm stationed overseas in Korea. I'll be back home soon to start that legwork. Keep up the great job, guys. Fig life for life. Thank you so much, SSG Launcher Dog. Uh, Be safe over in Korea, man. Thank you for writing the review. That really means a lot.
1: Yes, thank you very much. I love hearing those kinds of reviews of people getting back into the hobby and immediately just jumping on and buying everything they can get their hands on. Welcome back to the hobby, and thank you very, very much for the kind words.
2: Like you said about us being authentic, that review came across as authentic. So thank you so much, man. That means a lot. If you would like to send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all, send it on over to wfp at gmail.com. Scott, why don't you hit up our buddies over at FOCO? Jeff. Yes. Do you?
1: Are you hitting me with a long S? Did you
2: just hit me with a long S? Uh, It's better than a long D, I guess. Jeff.
1: (laughs) Yes. Do you want to prove you're the undisputed world heavyweight champion of WWE fandom? Of course you do. And FOCO.com is here to help. With FOCO's WWE bobbleheads... You can play the game with Triple H, let in the fiend Bray Wyatt, and break some glass with Stone Cold Steve Austin. FOCO's line of WWE bobbleheads includes all your favorite superstars and legends from then, now, and forever, including The Undertaker, The Rock, Edge, John Cena, AJ Styles, Ronda Rousey, Andre the Giant, and more. These bobbleheads from FOCO are handcrafted and hand-painted to depict the biggest names in sports entertainment making them must-haves for fans and collectors alike. Don't miss out on these awesome collectibles. Head to FOCO.com now. That's FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com, where at checkout, enter code WFP10, save yourself 10%.
2: They still have that Undertaker bobblehead over there. Go get it. It looks fantastic. WFP10 will get you 10% off For the Undertaker bobblehead. These bobbleheads are beautiful. They're high quality. Check them out. Foco.com WFP10 at checkout. And that goes for other items that you can throw in your cart. WFP10 10% off. Scott, did you do any toy spotting or finger poke a doom?
1: I did not do any toy spotting, but I did get in my GI Joe hiss tank from Walmart. So one half of the vehicle order or pre-order that I placed a while back through them, I have received. I'm still waiting on the off striker. Little concerned. I did get a note that it is is back-ordered, and my shipment has been delayed, but I saw that people were getting notices from Walmart that their pre-orders have been canceled. So knock on wood, I have yet to receive that notification from Walmart. So it looks like I'm going to get it at some point, but we kind of talked about it last week, Jeff. I'm starting to get concerned that I've pre-ordered it. People have found it in the store notified me and asked if I needed it. And I said, no, I'm good. Cause I have the pre-order in well now I'm getting concerned that Walmart's dragging their feet on canceling pre-orders and I'll miss out on it. So now is when the concern starts to kick in that they've overextended. They being Walmart have overextended themselves on their pre-orders, which to me is completely unacceptable. Know how much you're going to get and a lot that many for pre-order seems pretty basic, right? Especially for a, a huge corporation like Walmart, but they're canceling people's pre-orders. At least they're giving them enough notice to where maybe they have a chance to go find it at the store because they're still popping up. But that's bad business if you ask me. So anyway, I got the His Tank. I love it. The box art is perfect. It takes me right back to 1984. So kudos to Hasbro. They are killing it on not just the classified line, but on the retro line as well. But they're making poor choices when they go to these retailers for exclusives. So... That's just my opinion. I wish they find another home for them. But we have what we have, and we just deal with it. So that's what it is right now, but no other toy spotting at all.
2: I was talking to a special guest Sean about the vehicles, and he says, man, he goes, that box art just takes me right back to the 80s. And he loves it. He's like, I want to get it. He goes, but at the same time, I just can't right now. And he, does, he doesn't want to jump into it. He says he has the... Storm Shadow from the three and three-quarter ones that just yes. came Yes, yes. And he says he loves it, he adores it, but he just can't get into him. But he's like so tempted by the his tank and the odd Striker.
1: Yeah, they keep throwing those items down that are really, they're really trying to get the hooks in you, man. Nostalgia, it's powerful. I'll tell you, it grabs you right in the feels. It takes you right back to being a kid and you want to drop your money on it. Well, I'm... I'm already completely pulled into it. I'm on board. So I, I totally feel what Sean is saying. But yeah, he's right, man. That box art and the package art on the figures takes you right back to when you found them on the pegs as a kid. And I love that.
2: So the GBM of G.I. Joe's sent over. He, this gentleman doesn't want me to say his name regarding the G. I, GBM of G.I. Joe's. So we're just going to call him GBM of G.I. Joe's.
1: Shh, don't speak his name.
2: well anyways he sent over all the gi joes that i purchased off of him and i'm looking at a giant box of gi joes in there is cobra troopers in there is baroness there is cobra commander gung-ho i mean there is a bunch of stuff in there and i'm like that is just money right there
1: yeah that's a big box of beauty i'll tell you what but it should only be one cobra trooper correct
2: Yes. There was only one.
1: Yeah. So that one is yours. I should have a red ninja in there.
2: Yes, there is a red ninja in there for you.
1: Perfect. Perfect. So yes, big, big thanks to, as you call him, Jeff, the GBM of GI
2: Joe. He has come through big time and thank you for that. But it's funny, dude. Speaking of GI Joe's, I'm looking on Amazon and I get an email that says, your uh, item is being shipped today. And I'm like, Okay, I order a bunch of stuff off Amazon, so whatever. It arrives today. I pop open the box and inside is two Amazon exclusive Storm Shadows. Two? Two. What? Following the two that I had gotten just two weeks ago. Oh my. I was like, did I order two more? Sure enough, I guess I had ordered two more Storm Shadows. You have four Storm Shadows? Well, one of them is for special guest Sean, so I gave it to him. But I now have three Storm Shadows.
1: Dude, this is like like when you had, what was it? 82 Junkyard Dogs? Retros?
2: Seven Diesels and eight JYDs?
1: Yeah, that was it. That was it. Dude, you'd be sitting on a mint right now if you hadn't gotten rid of those.
2: Oh, I know. That's okay. They went to good homes, so that's That's all right. the
1: point of it. See, that's what the fig life is all about.
2: Right. Uh, as far as wrestling figures, not much to speak of over here. Didn't really see anything that grab me online or anything like that. So I'm good.
1: I did see that the new legends are starting to hit pegs. I saw somebody had a Paul Orndorff on Mercari, the new legends fig. So they are starting to hit targets. So keep your eyes open guys.
2: Oh boy. Here we go.
1: Here we go. Uh, That warrior. Oh boy. I I guarantee that warrior will not be the Bobby Heenan weasel suit of this new legend series. That warrior is going to fly off the
2: pegs, dude. Scott, we've got a little bit of news. What do you say we jump into it? Let's talk about it.
0: Oh, you going to learn today.
2: Scott, what do you have from our buddies over at Manscaped?
1: Yes, guys, head over to Manscaped. Guys and ladies, pardon me. Head on over to Manscaped.com where you can find all the amazing products in their catalog to keep you trimmed up and smelling nice, you can get everything from their lawnmower to their shears to their weed whacker. Take your pick, throw it all in your cart, throw in some deodorants while you're there too. When you go to check out, use code WFP20 where you will save 10% and get free shipping on your order only at manscaped.com. Scott, what do you have for other toy lines? First up in the other toy line news this week, new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ultimates are up for pre-order over at Super 7, and they include Donatello. I like how Super 7 has broken up the four main Turtles and put them in each series after, so you didn't get all four Turtles at once. Smart move.
2: It's like breaking up the new day.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I was going to talk about it at the
2: end of the show, but yeah, can you believe that they did that? What else could they have done? I mean, it was five years. What else could they do? I th- I agree they should not have been broken up, and I think it was a bad move, but what? who am I? I'm just a dude with a wrestling figure podcast.
1: Right, but what they've done is they've essentially said, okay, you two are the tag team, and you're the singles guy, and we're going to put you on different brands. I guess the strength of New Day for doing as much as they have in the five, six years, whatever it's been that they've been together is that they're always going to be a group, right? You can still market New Day Day merchandise. You can still put them together when you need to, like say a Survivor Series, for example. But it breaks my heart. New Day was such, uh, they were an amazing squad, right? Maybe even better than the Freebirds. That's arguable. And we could go all day on that, but I'm going to say New Day has trumped the Freebirds. In terms of what they've accomplished over the last five or six years and the best part about it like I said is they're always gonna be able to come back to New Day so the tag team of Kofi and Xavier is gonna go on their way Big E is gonna be a huge single star which by the way I hope hope he gets a WrestleMania moment like Kofi had but New Day is always gonna be able to come back around and that's just the strength of what Kofi Xavier and Big E have been able to do over the last five or six years to where they can be an act at any time. They can be New Day, they can be singles, they can be tag, whatever you want. They've earned it, kudos to New Day. And they're never officially broken up, but it still breaks my heart that the three of them are now going to be on separate brands. But New Day's incredible, and kudos to what they've accomplished.
2: And one other thing before we jump back into toys, they let them be themselves. Yes that is so key. And when you let a talent portray themselves and let them be themselves, look what happens.
1: Yeah, it's it's very rare these days, but you're absolutely
2: right, Jeff. So, anyways, j- jumping back into toys. We got Scott, this is a wrestling figure podcast, not a wrestling podcast. How dare you?
1: Or a rock and roll or energy drink podcast. <laughs> I digress. But let's get into some other action figure lines. Moving on. Moving on. So the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Ultimates consist of Donatello, Muckman and Joe Eyeball, Mondo Gecko, and I know a lot of people are excited about this one, Casey Jones. Ooh. So head on over to Super 7 and get your pre-orders in. Next up over at Amazon, exclusive Marvel Legends Children of Thanos 5-pack. Head on over to Amazon, get your pre-orders in.
2: That five-pack is sick. And who's in the children's Scott?
1: I have no idea.
2: Oh, you're a Marvel guy, aren't you?
1: Nah, I mean, I like the movies, but I don't know all the character names, especially on the bad guy side. I know oh. all the good guys, but the bad guy side, especially in the movie that they were in, I just, I, I lost track of who was who.
2: Okay, let me take you to school, dude. Oh, are please you... do. Okay, are you ready?
1: I'm, dude, for you to take me to school on comic books and or Marvel movies, I am so ready.
2: Okay, so there's this, there's a skeleton-looking dude.
1: Okay, what's his name?
2: Uh, that would be, um, uh, mm-hmm. Di Kinder von Thanos. Okay.
1: Okay, that's one.
2: Los Hijos de Thanos.
1: Okay, that's two. <laughs> that's the one from uh, from Spain or from Mexico, I believe. I forget, but yes. Okay, that's two.
2: Os Filmos de, de Thanos.
1: Wow. Okay, that's this is fascinating, by the way. But that's three. Go ahead. Keep going. Two more.
2: Les infants de Thanos.
1: That would be plural. Did you say los infants? Yes. Infants with an S on the end is plural, dude. So one child splits into two?
2: Something like that. Yeah, it says les, les, les. Oh, it could be French. Les infants de Thanos. Uh,
1: oh. Okay. Okay. Oh. And that's for one more, dude. This is great.
2: And then it's regular Thanos. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 it's right. It's the big dude that, that's in the Marvel movies. I got right it right. Dude, Jeff. Thank you.
1: Wow. All right. Well done. Thank you for taking me to school.
2: Took you to school.
1: Yes. Much like our children being taught through Zoom or Microsoft Teams right now, you took me to school. Thank you, Jeff.
2: Le infants.
1: Le infants. Yes, the S <laughs> is silent, like the K that's in swimming. <laughs> Finally, rounding out the other action figure news this week, Jeff, and perhaps some of the biggest news that I've had in this segment this year. Mattel announced the return of what I would argue to be the second greatest play set of the 80s, only behind the USS flag, the return of Castle Grayskull. Head on over to walmart.com right now where you can get your pre-order in. I thought when I heard this thing was going to be announced, I thought this thing was going to be like 125 150 bucks easy. Jeff, Castle Grayskull? Yes. You can go pre-order it right now for the amazing one-time price until sold out. $75. That's it? That's it. Castle Grayskull. In all of its glory, they made a few tweaks, made it brighter, changed a few things inside, but the guts are still... Castle Grayskull. It'll fit fit right into the Origins line that you can find on pegs right now. Incredible. It's like you can basically recreate your He-Man collection or Motu collection from the 80s. And you're getting your vehicles, you're getting your figures, and most importantly, you're getting the second greatest playset of all time, Castle Grayskull. I have not been tempted with He-Man yet until today. When I saw that Castle Grayskull was up for pre-order, Jeff, I almost pulled the trigger, dude. But here's the problem. If I get Castle Grayskull, I'm going to at least want He-Man and Skeletor. But then they gotta have their henchmen, so then I gotta buy Man-at-Arms and Beast-Man. And since the Castle Grayskull playset comes with a Sorceress figure, well, I may as well get Tila and Evil. You see where this goes? That's the slippery slope that I cannot step onto. Because once I do, It's over with, and now I'm collecting G.I. Joes, He-Man, and wrestling figures. I can't do it. I can't. So, I'm passing on Motu. I will live vicariously through all of the incredible people that are collecting Motu on social media. I will be admiring all of your pictures, and in two or three years, I'll be kicking myself in the tail end for not jumping on the Motu bandwagon in 2020. But, I digress. Those of you that are on the bandwagon of Motu... Go get your Castle gray school at Walmart.com for the amazing low price of
2: $75. Scott, I'm going to just say one thing right now.
1: Please do. You schooled me on the, the children of Thanos. Please, elaborate. Just get it. No, no see, okay. Right now, Shannon... By the way, I want to wish the Fig Life wife, the original Fig Life wife, a very, very happy birthday. She turned... I'm not going to say it. Whatever age on October 8th. So I want to wish the great fig life wife who is super accepting of all of the wrestling figures in our hallway upstairs, which has received a lot of flack from different people. She's fully accepting of it, loves it, fully supports the hobby, fully supports the show. So if you haven't wished her a happy birthday yet, please go do so. It was on October 8th, but see Jeff right now, that fig life wife is cursing your name because she knows the money that goes into the GI Joe. She knows the money that goes into the wrestling figures. Now you're telling me to put my money into masters of the universe? She's gonna punch you next time she sees you, dude. Scott. Jeff. Just get it. Dude. Scott. (laughs) Don't. I want to, dude. You don't even know, like, I'm ready to jump back into He-Man now. I've got this amazing media room that has yet to have anything in it, aside from my microphone and a tablet and a mixer. It's waiting for stuff. I want to put Motu in it so bad, but I can't. I cannot go down that slope. I won't go down the Funko slope. I won't go down the Motu slope.
2: Scott? Yes? Just get, just get it. Dude,
1: is so screaming at you right now.
2: Ask for forgiveness later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, I would love to live by that. <laughs>
2: Scott, we do have to get on to. Actually, New York Toy Con was this past week, and it didn't have that same feel. If that makes sense, it yeah. It when you don't have the live crowd, it does change it a little
1: bit. the The, the reveals feel. I don't want to say anticlimactic, but they lack that certain something, right?
2: Right. I just wanted to go over Funko's stuff. I'm not going to just go over quickly. I'm not going to name everything that they have right here because this is a lot. But we've been talking about G.I. Joe's. There will be a Target exclusive Funko Beachhead. The Andre the Giant that you saw from Princess Bride will be Amazon exclusive along with Jiminy Cricket and another Baby Yoda. Box Lunch is going to have some exclusives uh they have a disney exclusive i think it's from the movie up if i'm not mistaken over at hot topic they are going to have a comic book guy exclusive i mean they just have so many exclusives going on i'll I'll be posting this when the show drops so if you go onto our twitter you can see what is all going to be at the different stores but entertainment earth is going to have exclusives fye which i didn't even know fye was still a thing is going to have exclusives gamestop hot topic target walmart all going to have exclusives so check that out now along with new york toy con came a couple of jazz reveals they kind of gave these two guys a little bit of a formal reveal first one was the dustin rhodes he will be in wave two now i think this figure looks great he's got the half face paint half non face paint going on it's red and black outfit also red and black with the gloves on looks fantastic
1: Yeah, well done by Jazzwares. They knocked that Dustin Rhodes out of the park. Great job.
2: Now, let's get on to the MJF figure I've been excited about. Now, I'm still going to get the MJF, but on the MJF, they've got to stop putting these bags around these guys' eyes. (laughs) They're so tired. Uh, What is AEW doing to these guys? Are they working them to death, or what's going on, man? These guys... (laughs) These bags around the eyes, they've got to stop that. They did that with Cody. They did that with Nick. Uh, They did it from a couple other guys in the uh, first wave. I think Kenny had those bags, but these bags, they're like constantly tired or have allergy problems.
1: Yeah, and again, it could be a lighting thing. We don't know, but it's very noticeable on the figures that you got, Jeff, your AEW figures that I saw yeah, it's not a good thing to keep doing that moving forward. But like I said, it's it's going to get better. These kinds of things, they'll catch and fix. And, you know, by wave four or five, they're just going to be hitting home runs with every figure. So I'm not a fan of those dark circles. They've got to go. But you're going to see way more MJF figures. That dude is a franchise player. And you'll definitely see more Dustin Rhodes figures. So... I, I'm with you. I'm going to buy that MJF figure too, but I'm not a fan of those dark circles.
2: The face is good on it. I'm not going to say it's great. I think it's very good. It's good. Now I won't go past that. There will be a one of 1000 edition MJF. And in the picture that they showed off to reveal the MJF one of 1000, he's sticking his arm out and he has the ring that MJF brings to the ring with him and a microphone the regular one that they showed was him with a microphone and a scarf proper accessory for the main release now jeremy padour did put out a couple of tweets addressing a few things aew a expanding waves so that we can dive deep into the roster the goal is to drop a wave approximately every month starting next fall
1: holy crap really yep wow dude that's great that actually sounds like jacks
2: (laughs) (laughs) and b expanding supply and distribution in spring thank god because nobody's finding series one i should say nobody out here like we were talking to a couple of our local listeners out here and they're like "I i still haven't seen them hit our walmarts
1: yeah i've seen the pegs for them but i haven't actually seen a
2: figure in person yet he said in a second tweet addressing a few things at AEW, deep appreciation to you for your patience on AEW toy collectible brand launch during COVID. Retail is very happy with the performance, and that means we all are set for a very long and complete run. So that was a couple tweets that Jeremy put out this evening.
1: That's great news. I mean, to have a new wave every single month, Yeah, they are going to get deep into that roster. That's great to hear. You're going to get all your favorite names. So kudos to Jeremy. Like we've said from the jump, Jeff, you couldn't have somebody better steering that ship than Jeremy. So it's definitely in the right hands.
2: Going over to Mattel. Last Saturday night, Steve Ozer did a live stream. So a few things from that live stream. He was doing live unboxings and he had a bunch of figures. He was actually doing more than just Mattel. He was doing NECA unboxings. He was doing a bunch of toy unboxings, which was pretty cool. But he did answer a few questions after all the unboxings. He did say WWE MOTU line will continue into 2021, which is not really a shocker with how well they're doing.
1: Well, that's good news all around too, because those figures are just getting better and better. And I, I, much like the MOTU, as we discussed earlier, the regular MOTU, the Origins line, I'm going to kick myself for not collecting that MOTU WWE crossover line in a couple of years because those figures, they were good when they came out. They just keep getting better.
2: Scott, just remember.
1: <laughs> Forgiveness, not permission.
2: Correct. Regarding Ultimate Edition Fan Takeover... It is its own separate line. So the Jeff Hardy that went up on WWE.com where you can vote on which attire, that's going to be the fan takeover. It's going to be its own separate line away from the regular Ultimate Edition retail, which I don't understand because I can't even find Ultimate Editions at retail outside of Nakamura and actually Nakamura. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I still see Nakamura. So, yeah, those are pretty tough to find in retail.
2: Regarding the Ultimate Edition Fan Takeover, it will be Amazon exclusive with the first figure being the Jeff Hardy that people can vote on. That is scheduled for summertime with the second figure in the fall.
1: That's pretty cool. You know, if they really want to get deep with this, they gave us, what was it? We talked about it last week. I think it was three different Jeff Hardys to pick from. Yes. How about you give us three different names? Then once the name is chosen... Then we pick from three different versions of that name. I think that'd take this fan vote thing even
2: deeper. That's a hell of an idea. Hmm. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> Steve. Oh, and this is a question that I got in on the IG chat. I asked Steve, is Jeff Hardy's Willow the Wisp character available to Mattel? Steve said Jeff's Willow character has been discussed by them as fans, not within the company they just like hey the, how cool would it be to do willow the wisp but he said it was discussed by them as fans but he's not sure if the character is available to mattel to make
1: okay well that'd be pretty cool if they did
2: that would have been cool if that was the ultimate edition honestly
1: dude what was matt's name in their omega promotion high voltage that was matt hardy's name
2: wasn't matt high voltage
1: i remember a wcw tag team called high voltage
2: yeah he was high voltage
1: Okay, so do you remember when we went and met them at Southland? Sure do. And I think it was you that asked them. It was either you or special guest Sean asked them to sign the picture as, if Matt's name was High Voltage, as High Voltage and Will-o'-the-Wisp, and they kind of looked at each other and they're like, oh, we got some indie fans here.
2: Yeah, they totally each. Ju- well, what the funny thing was is there was a huge crowd for them at Southland Mall. And... I asked them to do that, and once I did, they both turned around and were like, oh, you know about our Omega promotion? I said, dude, I just got a bunch of videotapes, and I've been watching them. They're like, oh, that's great. Well, what's funny is the promoter who put this on was like, hey, guys, come on. We got to get this going. (laughs) And Matt and Jeff totally put their backs towards the promoter and started asking me a bunch of questions about the tapes that I got. (laughs) That was great. Oh, Kirk White was so furious, dude. He was like – we got to get this going. Come on, guys. Come on. And they just totally, like, no-sold them, didn't even pay attention or just asked me a hell of a question. I was like, what matches were on there? I was like, oh, it was you against, like, I think Pete Gass was on there or something like that or Joey Abs or something. <laughs> right,
1: like, right. And I think that's how we were able to get a picture with them together because it was only supposed to be single pictures with the Hardy Boys. But you had struck up a conversation with them And when you went to take the picture, you're like, oh, can my brother get in? And they're like, yeah, bring him in. Bring him in. So I jumped in the picture. We weren't supposed to do that.
2: No, 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 that was something different. So I'm standing there and we're striking up the conversation. And I asked Kirk White before we got up there, hey, I have one single ticket for a photo. Can my brother be in? He's all, no, only one person. I was like, oh, okay. So we strike up the conversation and you're over on Jeff's side. And you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be in the picture. And Jeff's like, yeah, get in here, man. And so they snap the picture, and Kirk's like ready to say something like, you know, cursed be you or something like that. And he's like, screw it. They've already taken up way too much time. Screw it.
1: <laughs> he's like, these marks.
2: <laughs> he's all, mark, 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 mark.
1: <laughs> but back to his figure, I think that would be cool if they could incorporate that. But yeah, who knows if they can even get the rights to do that?
2: Yep. Someone asked Steve why they were only doing half tag teams, for example, Davey Boy Smith, Stone Cold for the Hollywood Blondes. Steve said at any moment that contract could be taken from them, and they wanted to get the figures made ASAP. As he said, they could get an email at any time saying that quote unquote ex-wrestler isn't available for them to make.
1: Well, it happened with Sting in the last Legends line. That's why there were only three figures in that assortment. So, yeah, we've totally seen it happen.
2: Which I think Sting is back under a Legends deal because they have him on wwelegendshop.com.
1: I saw that, yeah. And that's good news, man. You can't have a Legends line without Sting being in it. So I'm glad he's back in the fold. Hopefully, I wasn't going to buy that figure anyway, but I know a lot of people were. So hopefully that figure makes it back into a Legends assortment in the future.
2: Steve said, as of right now, actually, this was Matthew Goldberg's question. As of right now, there is no news regarding the contract between Mattel and WWE. He did say that when the time comes, there will be a formal announcement.
1: Okay. And we've had this conversation of, you know, who is it going to go to? The license, who is it going to go to? Who's going to make their toys? I don't want to see it leave Mattel. Mattel is so good right now. And we've talked about this before, but they're really hitting their stride. They're having way more good figures than mediocre or bad figures i know i gave the mia yim basic a bad time a few weeks ago but really that's such an outlier most of their figures that are coming out are such home runs that why would you want mattel to lose the license they're totally doing the wwe brand justice right now in the figures that they're putting out i don't want to see them lose it they're strong their assortments are good yes there are distribution issues But with the Fig Life helping you find a good chunk of the figures, if you can't find them, why would you want Mattel? Again, distribution issues aside, why would you want Mattel to lose the license? I know I don't.
2: The Survivor Series set that will be coming out, is Kane, John Morrison, Samojo, and I forget the other one. I always forget the last one. Anyways, that Survivor Series set will be around the next Target reset, which should be happening anytime soon. They will also be available to other retailers. The Ultimate Edition Macho Man jacket is going to be the the jacket from Jake's and Macho's blow-off match from Saturday night's main event and will be similar to the Hasbro jacket.
1: That's so awesome.
2: It's the Hasbro Macho Man with the top hat and the jacket, obviously. It's the only one with a jacket, so...
1: I love when the Hasbro line gets a love letter from Mattel. I love when they do that from the green suit, Dibiase to the purple and black tights, Rick rude. I just love when they do a figure based off a Hasbro and they did it with Jake with the LJN too. I love when they do something like that. So it's great to see kind of a nod to that macho, which by the way, is a lot of people's favorite macho man figure in Hasbro. And it's great to see Mattel giving the Hasbro macho man figure a little nod. So that's very, very cool. It, It makes me want to add it to the collection more than it doesn't make me want
2: to add to the collection. And last but not least, Steve has not given up on retros. He is hopeful they will come back at the right time.
1: Do you have never going to give you up blaring through your head right now like I do, Jeff? Uh, yes. <laughs> never going to give you up. Okay. So aside from that, that, that's good news, right? So we're keeping that breath of fresh air in the retro line. It brings it back to the forefront that, oh, yeah, retros. Those were awesome. Whatever happened to those? It's good to see it getting mentioned. And it's good to see that it's still a topic of conversation at Mattel. We all know that we want them back. And we've talked, we've pretty much beat a dead horse. Is that the proper way to use it? We talked about it last week, beat a dead horse. I
2: guess so, dude. I still can't get over that, but go ahead.
1: Yes, we have really beat that horse to death about retros. We know we want them back, but it's about finding the right outlet to bring them back. So that line is sustainable and can at least go for two years like the Motus. So fingers crossed they're coming back, but it's good to hear Steve bring them up in conversation.
2: Also at ToyCon, Mattel did show off a lot of the same pictures. I mean, we did see Nikolai Volkov. We did see... There's a lot of the same pictures from San Diego Comic-Con, uh, but we did see Nikolai Volkov. Uh, he'll be having the red jacket, and it's a good guy, Nikolai Volkov, where he has the American and Russian flag on his jacket, which is pretty cool. Yep, you put him right next to your Sergeant Slaughter, you got your tag team. But they keep missing the boat. We need Nikolai Volkov with the sense on the tights. <laughs> Especially since we're
1: getting a DiBiase. Absolutely. We need a Nikolai with the sense. Oh
2: man. That was, that has been a missed opportunity by numerous toy lines. That was so great when he was wearing the sense trunks, dude. Yes,
1: completely. It was fantastic. I loved it too. But Nikolai is another example of what we've been talking about the last few weeks, Jeff, with they need to bring back those guys that they made in like 2010, 2011, 2012 that haven't had figures since where the stock is completely dried up and you go to the secondary market, the prices are through the roof. Nikolai is one of those guys. The Nikolai from the Sheik and Volkov two pack, loose, goes for quite a bit. So I'm really happy to see that they're bringing out another Nikolai and that's just another name in a long list of names that needs to get remade.
2: If they are available to us. Actually, he, <laughs> said he he dropped that a couple times during the uh, live stream. And I was like, oh, that's too funny.
1: <laughs> it's mandatory, dude. He should get a shirt with that on it. Just so if somebody asks him, all he has to do is point at the shirt.
2: All right. I'm going to DM him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Get that shirt made. Wear it to access next year, Steve. It'll save you so much time
2: and breath. <laughs> Just get it on the front and back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Scott, that rounds out the news. We are going to jump over to the listener segment. What do you say we jump into it? Can't wait to talk to him. And I just want to hear from my people. Tell me, can I hear from my people? I just want to hear from my people. And I just want to listen Scott, listening. our first audio comes from Justin Summers. Let's see what Justin's got to say.
0: Hello, Scott and Jeff. This is Justin Summers once again from the Wrestling Cheers podcast. My question for you guys this week, and it's a two-parter, but it's kind of the same question at the same time. First part, if you could only collect figures of one wrestler, who would it be? And you have to pick just one. Second part of that question, is the same but instead of wrestling figures anything non-wrestling related? One character, and that's it. For me, when it comes to wrestling, an honorable mention and I almost have all of their figures is Johnny Gargano, huge fan of his. I got to watch him for the last half of his independent wrestling career as I was becoming an independent wrestling fan. So it's really cool to have figures of somebody like that. But for me, I'm gonna pick Shawn Michaels and not just any Shawn Michaels, which I do love his Hasbro figures, but I'm gonna go with Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 12 because WrestleMania 12 was on my 10th birthday and Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart were both my favorite wrestlers of all time then and now. At that point, I edged a little bit closer to Shawn Michaels because he was the underdog going into that match. I don't own all of the versions of that figure or that look, but I hope eventually I will. And for non-wrestling, I'm going to go with One of my favorite movies of all time, and my favorite character within that movie, and I own a lot of stuff of this character, so it is a no-brainer for me, honorable mention before I get into it, Thanos. I'm a huge Thanos fan, but nothing compares to my childhood love of Mr. Stay Puff, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Maybe not necessarily Stay Puff related, but I did name my dog Zool because of my love for that movie, and the love for Stay Puff. That will do it for me this week, but I will say I too had a little bit of a love for the Care Bears. I was in my 20s and bought Bedtime Bear, an older 80s one and a 2000s one, because I love to sleep. And also, I mentioned this on Twitter, I'm not much of a bang guy, but you know what? Radical Skedaddle was not that bad. In my opinion, kind of tasted like Smarties. Maybe we can have a separate conversation about the office, Jeff. But until then, I will take all of my responses off the air. And thank you guys for everything you do. Have a good one.
2: Uh, You guys and your radical skedaddle.
1: (laughs) I didn't even consider Smarties, but Justin's right, dude. It it could taste like Smarties. You're supposed to think it tastes like Skittles, but I could definitely get Smarties off that too.
2: Okay, Scott. Uh, By the way, Thank you, Justin, for sending in your audio. I, I love your questions, man. It really gets us thinking. And also check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast as well, as Justin is the host of that and does a great job. Scott, one figure that you would collect of one wrestler. is So you basically have one guy to pick. I, I don't think you can do tag team, it has to be a solo guy.
1: Right. So that's what I got off of the question, too. So my Road Warriors pick is out. So I'll give the Road Warriors honorable mention. Uh, one wrestler to pick and I have every figure of him. Well, I don't, but if I could get one and have every figure of him, I'm going to go Macho Man Randy Savage. He had so many different and cool looks as you've just seen from his Mattel line of figures. I mean, from his black and red NWO to his WrestleMania 7 as Macho King. Just There's so many different versions of Macho Man, so many different outfits you can put him in. He would be my one wrestler to collect a figure of.
2: Okay. And one character from a toy line.
1: I've loved this character since a very, very early age. He was one of the first three, well, outside of Star Wars. Okay, because Star Wars were my first set of three and three quarter inch figures. My second set of three and three quarter inch figures, and he was one of my first ones in this gi joe snake eyes ever since i laid eyes on that first figure and there wasn't much to him right they were just like oh well we need another figure in the line just take this guy and just paint him all black he'll be a commando ever since i laid eyes on that snake eyes figure he's been my favorite gi joe to this day he's my favorite gi joe character mysterious just a badass ninja but on top of that he always looks cool so if I could only have one figure of any figure outside of wrestling, I'm going Snake Eyes.
2: Okay, uh, for me, obviously, it, I guess Bret Hart is just the obvious answer, isn't it?
1: It really is. You and I can vouch for you, dude. You've loved Bret Hart even when he was part of the uh, Hart Foundation. I think he was your favorite wrestler.
2: Correct. I guess that's just the obvious answer—is that it's Bret. And there's a lot to
1: collect of Bret too.
2: Exactly. Okay, I'm gonna go Okada. And my bank account is spared. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I, I get.
2: I guess I got to go Brett, man. And it's just because he's been my favorite wrestler since the heyday back in the late 80s, early 90s. I have most of all his figures. There are some I skipped on because I felt that they were just terrible. One of them being the Jacks Classic where he came in shorts and a t-shirt.
1: Yes, that's when they were kind of grasping at straws of stuff to put on Brett.
2: Right. So I'm going to go Brett. Uh, honorable mention, Shockmaster. Now, let's move over to... Good call. Uh, he mentioned other toy lines. Could be characters from movies or movie lines. One character that I've always loved... Tenderheart Bear. Close. I thought you were going to throw out another guess.
1: I can if you want me to.
2: <laughs> I was waiting for it. Grumpy Bear. No, it's not Grumpy Bear. <laughs> no, Jason Mewes from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Ooh, very good. I love that. Since they don't make any of the Jackass guys, at least not to my knowledge.
1: Not to my knowledge. I haven't seen... Dude,
2: that's a line that Super 7 should pick up. Possibly. They're coming out with Jackass 4. Yes.
1: Praise the Lord. They're finally coming out with a fourth Jackass. Dude, that's going to be awesome. It's going to suck without Ryan Dunn. But dude, that is going to be so awesome. And it would be cool to see Super 7 make three and three quarter inch figure. Like, I don't want an ultimate Johnny Knox, but a little three and three quarter inch Johnny Knox, maybe have him come with a shopping cart or something. That would be incredible.
2: Who's going to put the toy car in there? Never mind.
1: Wait, did I say Johnny Knox? I'm sorry. Johnny Knoxville. My bad.
2: Knoxville.
1: Knoxville. Yes. Or even a Bam Margera with a skateboard. Give us all the jackass guys.
2: But going back to Jason Muse, I've always loved his character in all of Kevin Smith's movies. I've thought he's terrific. And it's funny, too, because he's just playing himself. Then we got to meet him. It, that was awesome, as well, was meeting him. Um, so I would probably say Jason Muse's characters from Clerks, Dogma, Mallrats, all those. It, clerks 2, whatever it may be, Jason, Bob, whatever it may be, I would collect Jason Muse figures.
1: And just a cool guy to boot to. Like I said, we met him at the, you know what? It was at that same show that we met, Paige. Yep. And you got, you went up and got the autograph and you were going to do the picture, but then you asked him, much like you did with the Hardy Boys, or I guess I did with the Hardy Boys. You're like, hey, can my brother get in? He was like, yeah, bring him in. And we took a picture with Jason Muse. He like made sure you were happy with it. He took like two or three, just a great dude. Uh, didn't really feel like he was just trying to pull money out of you. Like he wanted to give you an experience and he totally did. He was awesome. And there have been some very, very cool J figures made. So great call, dude. Great call. Well, the, if, if I can do an honorable mention, I'm going to say the crow.
2: Like you can vouch for me for Brett. I can vouch that you have been the a huge crow fan for so long. It's my favorite movie.
1: Jackass one. Is it? No, that's definitely like up there. But for me, it's
2: the crow. By the way, Jackass 4, we're going, by the way.
1: Oh, we're for sure going. Do you remember how many times we
2: went and saw Jackass 1? Uh, I think I saw it three or four times in the movie theater. Three, sir. <laughs> the only other movie I've seen that many times is Ted. <laughs> I love Ted.
1: <laughs> the listeners are learning a lot about you, dude.
2: <laughs> the maturity level over here. Exactly. Justin, thank you very much, man. Keep sending in those audios. We do love them. Scott. Next question comes from Brendan. I have a couple of mint on card figures where the hole is starting to tear slightly. At stores, they have the plastic protector stickers on them if the figure won't stay on the peg. How do I get some of these? I don't even know what to search for online to find them.
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, man, you know when I worked retail way back in the early to mid 90s, I used to be able to get those. And I might've actually put them on some of my X-Men figures. They're just like the little plastic, you know what? Just like the little plastic tabs, you should probably be able to find those on Amazon. I don't know exactly what you would search, like plastic tab maybe it would show up, or plastic retail tab, but I know exactly what he's talking about, but I don't know a good description.
2: It's the plastic thing that goes around the peg or where they hang from the peg.
1: Yeah, but that's an awfully wordy description to put into Amazon. Like plastic retail tab or plastic tab or sticky tab.
2: I know Figures Toy Company sells those zip ties with their logo on them. I don't know if that would... It's not exactly what you're looking for, but that might be... No, because
1: there's nowhere to attach it to without putting another hole in the card, right?
2: Correct, but you could probably put it around where the cutout is, where it hangs from the peg, right? Yeah, but
1: if that's already losing integrity, that might actually add extra weight to it.
2: Okay, good point, good point. Or
1: might pull it down further. So I know what he's talking about. And like I said, I think I maybe put some of my X-Men figures back in the day. But man, I if I was going to guess, I would say Amazon and like retail sticky tab.
2: We need the official name of those things. Like what is the technical term for that thing?
1: Somebody is literally screaming into their headphones right now the answer to this. So re- please reach out to us. We'll read the answer next week because somebody out there definitely knows this.
2: Email it over or tweet at us or whatever it may be what that plastic tab is. Sticky tab. All right. Hopefully, we'll have your question answered next week, Brendan. Thank you for sending that in. Scott, last question of the week comes in from Josh Thompson. Hey, Jeff and Scott. JT here back with that weekly question. This week, I wanted to ask, do you guys think eBay should step in and try to do something about scalpers. While it's probably easier to not pay them and rely on soda and doing the favor, a part of me wants to see eBay take action against those who put listings up for recently released exclusive items at high value. It's really not fair to not just wrestling figure collectors, but collectors in general, that they have to compete online or pounding the pavement with these folks who will buy figures in mass, either in person or by bot. And basically charge three times the amount of that figure or item on eBay. Again, I know it's probably best to not buy and rely on doing the favors website, but a part of me does kind of want to see eBay and other sites do something about this. But what are your guys' thoughts? Especially you, Scott, since I know you've been getting the short end of the stick thanks to Target.
1: I mean, I would love it if they did, but it's a free market. And as far as eBay is concerned, if somebody throws an item up at a super high price and another person comes on and wants to buy that item, eBay's going to get their cut too. So as far as I'm concerned, eBay's about making money as much as the person putting the figure up. So it's in eBay's best interest to just stay out of it. And basically, I'm sure their answer would be, look, if nobody wants to buy it, the person will drop their price, right? The problem we have is people are so anxious and so nervous about not finding these things that they pay these crazy prices. And all that does is continue to encourage the scalper. And that drives to your point, JT, about it's easier just to rely on doing the favors website or just don't buy from the scalpers, right? Because what's going to drive their price down is not selling figures and their next meal or their profits, are driven by selling what they've bought at higher margins than what they paid. If nobody's buying a figure at their higher margins, well, they'll either stop or they'll start selling things that cost plus shipping, which is what the fig life does. But I, I really don't see eBay stepping in to do anything about it because the more money a figure sells for, the more money goes into eBay's pockets. So for them, for Macari to step in, I think, that wouldn't be in their best interest. It, it more lies on us as collectors to just be patient and not buy those secondary market figures. And once we stop buying those secondary market figures, guess what? You're going to start finding them more at retail again. And you'll be able to pre order them at Target without having to worry about bots and scalpers and all that other crap because the bots and the scalper, or the scalpers with their bots won't be interested in pre ordering a plethora of figures because they're not going to be able to resell them at two, three, four times the cost.
2: Couldn't have said it better myself, Scott. Very well said.
1: It lies in our hands, dude. Don't buy the secondary market, crazy markup figures. It's, I know it's hard and we're almost conditioned now as collectors to jump on something like that because we don't know if we're going to find it, but we're not finding it because we're essentially creating competition by sending people out to sell us figures at four times retail cost. That's not acceptable. You stop buying, those guys are going to stop buying as well. That makes it easier for you. Now, look, this is a whole process. It's not going to happen overnight, obviously. But that's how you basically rule out the scalpers. But in my experiences, Jeff, they've been around since you and I were collecting starting lineups. Remember going to the flea market, sometimes paying two to three times what you would pay at the store for a figure. I remember paying 25 bucks for a Javi Lopez Braves starting lineup figure because I couldn't find it at Toys R Us. And that I shouldn't have done it.
2: Damn, you busted out Javi Lopez. That's a name from the past. Dude, I'll
1: bring it back for you. I'll bring it back. (laughs) But that was just young me not realizing the game. And if you need the figure, by all means, do it. It's a free country. It's a free market. Do what you're going to do. But the way you stop the scalpers is you stop buying from them.
2: And the other thing is, is we have this internal need to have right now. And if we don't see it right away, we we hit the panic button.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right.
2: And it's like the way the society is trained. I need to have it now. Yes. I have to be one of the first to get it. No, you don't. Because eventually you will see it. Like I saw a bunch of people throwing up elite 78 up on Macari and charging astronomical prices for the Matt Riddle. And now I'm starting to see elite 78 pop up around here. So the people that paid the 65, 55 bucks for the Matt Riddle is kind of like sitting there going crap, (laughs) you know? I guess patience will pay off. And if you don't get the figure, eventually you will somewhere down the road. Unfortunately, you might have to pay that 65 bucks, but just know, like if you see a Matt Riddle figure, I'm going to use this Matt Riddle figure as an example. If you see the Matt Riddle figure, just know that there's going to be other Matt Riddle figures. As long as he's still under contract with WWE, there's going to be plenty of them down the road. So it's like the fiend. A lot of people were paying through the roof on the fiend figure, but be patient. There's going to be more down the road.
1: Exactly. And Jeff, I've always used the rule of thumb. I won't go to the secondary market for a figure until I know for a fact that there is 0% chance of somebody finding it for me or me
2: finding it for myself at retail. Absolutely. Thank you, JT, for your question. And Scott, that rounds out the show. Everyone, Check out a lot of these wrestling figures that we were talking about over at WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, they have the prices for LJNs, the Lubes, Hasbros, Just Toys Bendums, Defining Moments, Retros, and so much more over there. They have shirts as well that you can purchase on their website. Head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com where you can find the prices of loose, carded, if you are on the hunt for any of those toy lines, so check out WrestlingToyTracker.com or on Twitter at ToyTracker. Scott Eagle Moss.
1: Yes, guys, if you have a pop culture or WWE fan in your life and you're looking for a gift for that certain someone, look no further than Eagle Moss. They have a ton of properties under their umbrella from Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek, DC, and of course, WWE. When you subscribe to their service with the WWE statues, when you subscribe, you will receive a ring that you can display all of your WWE statues in. If you want to keep a mint in box, you can do that too. The box is beautiful, full color, with a full color magazine on the backside, clear plastic window displaying the statue inside. You will not be disappointed. Give them a follow on Twitter, Eagle Moss. They are located at HeroCollector underscore.
2: Scott, before we actually get into our podcast buddies, I do want to wish Nate, aka Ring Skirts, and his wife a huge congratulations from the Fully Posable family over here on the birth of their son. Congratulations, you two. We're so happy for you.
1: Beautiful family. Nate, you are an amazing guy. I put you over all the time on this show. And I can't say enough good things about you, my friend. Congratulations on the new addition to your family. Hopefully, it grows. And man, I'm so happy for you and your wife. Huge congratulations, as Jeff said. We love you over here, man.
2: Absolutely. Now let's get into the podcast, buddies Breaker and Bane. Breaker actually had a birthday this past week as well. Happiest of birthdays to you, Breaker.
1: Happy birthday, Breaker.
2: Check out Breaker and Bane, where they try disgusting radical skazaddle drinks. <laughs> they love them. Oh, my God. Makes my stomach turn. <laughs>
1: Hey, do you think Breaker, for his birthday, got to punch Bill Venus in the face?
2: Ooh, possibly. Hmm.
1: Or at least maybe step on his action figure. Ooh, don't do that.
2: <laughs> Venus is all. Saying, yeah, all right, all right. You get one free punch. <laughs> that's, that's Bill Venus for you. <laughs>
1: Pretty good impersonation.
2: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. He sounds like Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but over at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, they do wrestling talk, toy talk, And other, and they also have a guest on. They just had Christy Petrillo on solid guest, very solid guest. Always a great time with that gentleman, but check out breaker and Bane's power hour. Also check out breakers back to the Nintendo podcast over at doing the favor. They are having a fun time. They're actually talking a lot of football. They're, they're making picks over there each week. That's a lot of fun. I love listening to that, but the main thing is, is we want you to check out their website over there. They got the SKUs, UPCs over to BrickSeek and Pop Finder. If you're looking for any of the wrestling figures, like Decade of Dominance, the Mattel Legends, and others, so go check that out. Oh, an AEW figure, so go check that out. DoingTheFavor.com and check out their show on yeah. iTunes as well. My good friend your good friend, everybody's good friend, Steve and Eric over at the PPW Podcast do a retro wrestling show that is a lot of fun and love listening to them when always looking forward to when their show drops. So check out Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast on iTunes. I talked about the Federation Fanatic Podcast, but that is no more, Scott. It is now the Owen Anderson Show. Oh, I like it. That's a bold move. Let's see how that plays out for him. Ah, right, it is a bold move, Cotton.
1: Let's see how it plays out for him. I love the move. Oh, it's a power play. I dig it.
2: He doubled down on his name.
1: That man has been eating some Mexican pizzas, and he's feeling bold, Jeff.
2: <laughs> is that what it's, that's called? Is that what he's feeling?
1: <laughs> Could be a little stomach pain mixed in there, too. Yeah, that goes away. Don't worry about that. You wash that down with some Baja Blast, you'll be fine.
2: <laughs> so, oh, by the way, did you watch that Mountain Dew video?
1: A week later and I still have not watched it because every time I see somebody respond to it, it's in disgust. So I'm it's not one that's top in my list to go watch, dude.
2: Just do it. It's not like he throws up or anything. Dude, you watch Jackass like three or four times, dude. I'm pretty sure you can watch a dude drink a bunch of Mountain Dew.
1: Hmm. One dude, one cup. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Okay.
2: okay. Anyways, moving on. Check out the Owen Anderson show on iTunes. You heard his sweet, melodic voice earlier, but we want you to check out him on the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Justin Summers over there does a Ohio-based independent wrestling promotion podcast. That is a lot to say, but it's also a lot of fun to listen to. So go check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast. RJ over at Ringside Rant, he just recently had the Von Eric boys on. That's that was a good a, get. Congrats, that dude. Was a, that was a fantastic get. So go check out that show. That was a lot of fun. Check out Boot to the Face. I do a show on the Lucha Central Network with Eric Aronid talking Lucha Libre figures and facts, talking all thing Lucha Libre figures. And we just had Roy Lucher on, who a lot of collectors know as the gentleman that has All of the Kellyon figures, the Mexican line, back in the 90s. He has all of those mint on cards, Scott.
1: Wow, that's impressive, dude. What a collection.
2: Tell me about it, dude. Tell me about it. But check out Lucha Libre figures, in fact, on the Lucha Central Network. Scott, Drunk Wrestling History.
1: Yes, our latest episode is another watch-along, and I'm not going to tell you which match it is, I'm just going to say that Meltzer gave it seven stars. And that may or may not be true, but you can follow us on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk. We have t-shirts available over at whatamaneuver.net. Actually, it's not t-shirts. It's a t-shirt, but it's still awesome. Again, on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk, where we're not always accurate, but we are always drunk.
2: Also check out Marty and Sarah love wrestling and every single day. Ryan Buds does trivia with Buds. Check those two shows out on iTunes. Scott, roll call.
1: Yes. Once again this week, Jeff, I'm going to keep it to the amazing Jason Wolf. He has branched out to making custom figures. So not only will he be known for his incredible artwork, he is now going to be known for his amazing custom figures. The latest drop was Hulk Hogan in his tux, If you bought the basic version, you got Hulk Hogan in his tux. And these have magnetic joints. They don't have an action or anything. They're held together by magnets. And if you bought the basic version, you got Hogan in his tux for 10 bucks more. If you got the deluxe version, you got Hogan in his tux. You got an alternate head of Macho Man. So you could then have a Macho Man in his tux. You got a guitar. You got a case to display the figure in. You got a card back. You got that with the basic version too but it's all of Jason's incredible artwork incorporated into a figure. You need to stay tuned to Jason because he's gonna have more custom figures coming your way. These things are limited. They do sell out. Give this man a follow on Twitter at Jason WLF. Better yet, head over to his website where you can check out his artwork. You can check out his figures. That website is Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E Draws.com. Check out his artwork, check out his figures get in touch with the man himself, commission him for a job. Cause like I always say, if you need artwork, Jason is your guy again on Twitter, Jason W L F or better yet, head to his website, Doyle, D O Y L E draws.com. And Jeff that rounds out roll call.
2: You know, who's one person I'm glad that doesn't do customs anymore. Scott Toon.
1: Wow. Customs and <laughs> intros. You're not a fan of either of those things that I do. <laughs>
2: Oh, that Hulk Hogan NWO custom you did. I wish you still had... Do you Do you know where that is, by the way?
1: I have no idea. I'm going to guess it's with our other WCW mid-90s OSFTM figures, but I don't <laughs> know for sure. The thing's probably melted by now, dude. It had all that paint gloop on it, and ugh, gross, with a oh. side of yuck.
2: Oh, man, that was such a funny custom, dude. I, I give you an A for effort. I give you an A for effort, but man that thing that thing i don't i can't even get into it it's so funny (laughs) so scott tried making a hogan black and white nwo when hogan first turned from an old san francisco toy maker hogan it was the you know the left arm cocked uh right arm down and he was wearing the you know long pants and the red and yellow and Scott tried making an NWO and he put the beard on it and it looked terrible. And (laughs) And the lightning
1: bolts on the tights, that looked terrible. But I'll tell you what, it still looked better than a lot of the uh, customs that were on eBay back then.
2: I'll tell you what, it's still better than some of the customs you see on eBay today. I've seen some earthquakes that, I don't know, I don't even think that was earthquake. I think that was just a big drunk dude in a sumo outfit.
1: (laughs) Stop slapping crappy paint jobs on Bundy. It's not earthquake.
2: <laughs> I'm just joking with your brother. A for effort on that one, dude.
1: Well, thank you. 1995 Scott thanks you. <laughs> Scott. Or 1996 Scott. Pardon me. Yeah. There you go. Goateed 1996 Scott. Oh,
2: and did you, was your hair still kind of flopped over, waved over to the one side? Uh, no, it was
1: short and it was uh, combed forward. It was much like Buff Bagwell.
2: Oh, that's right. It was like Buff.
1: Yeah, but I ended up looking more like Jamie Noble.
2: <laughs> so, Scott, for episode 247, anything else?
1: Taco Bell, you have three weeks to announce that you were just kidding and that Mexican pizzas are not dying. You need to make this right. 70,000 people plus have signed the petition. Don't kill the Mexican pizza. Taco Bell, please stay safe stay healthy fig life since 2016 and happy toy hunting
2: i think they're killing your insides more than they're <laughs> killing them they've been doing that for years i it's want true. them to continue
1: to do it in fact when we're done recording guess where i'm going
2: um gentleman church
1: it's a little late for that dude
2: <laughs> covid dude covid you gotta do a drive through oh
1: that's right it is drive through now isn't it
2: yeah or, or so up, i've dr-
1: heard so i've heard dr-
2: drive up drive in and then pull out i guess you're going to taco bell you
1: guessed correctly very good i gotta get my mexican
2: pizzas in before
1: they kill it off
2: oh i may have to get one too my (laughs) stomach just i'd i'd rather have that than radical sconad i'll tell you (laughs) you're getting bubble gut just thinking about it oh seriously (laughs) it's not the fiber pills i'm taking (laughs) I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 247. Hashtag fig life. Adios.
0: Uh, Let's go.
1: Jeff and Scott, the two Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the
0: box, M-O-C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. with the OGs, of WFP. Fully poseable. thank you all for
1: listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.